Hello, welcome to the Living the Abundant Life broadcast. I'm your host, Dr. Samuel Meredith. I'm so happy that you decided to join us today. And hopefully I will tell you something that will help you live the abundant life. Let's get uh, on with the message. Let's, if you have your Bibles, turn to Mark chapter 14. And we'll begin reading at verse 43. Again, Mark chapter 14. We'll begin reading at ver- verse 43. And it reads, Immediately while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs came from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him and lead him away safely. Some virgins may say securely. So as soon as he came, he went to him immediately and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. They laid hands on him and seized him. Today, you all, we're going to talk about betrayal. Betrayal. What is the definition of betrayal? Uh, one definition online uh, definition definition says the violation of a person's trust or confidence or of a moral standard. There's another uh, definition in this definition for tonight's study. We're going to use this de- definition, the revelation of something hidden or a secret. Again, tonight's definition that we're going to use once again comes from the online dictionary a revelation of something hidden or a secret now that's we talked about what we saw was the actual action of Judas betrayal when he betrayed Jesus but let's let's go back in time let's kind of look where this began well if you remember the story about the woman with the alabaster box remember that's the woman who put this perfume on Jesus body and 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 Jesus told her you know you really did this for my burial now isn't this interesting the woman didn't know why she just led of the spirit of God if you will she had an unction to do this for him but what she don't did not realize and what others did not realize is that she was actually anointing him for his burial which was going to happen at that time within a week well one version says or not version but one account says that the disciples they got upset they said this this could have been given to the to the poor this was a waste of money then there's another account that actually said that judas said this and that account also says that judas didn't say that because he wanted to help the poor it revealed to us that judas was stealing the money he wanted the money for himself now let's look at this for a moment during jesus earthly ministry judas was the treasurer or he held the money bag and all that time he was stealing money. Now let me share this with you. Jesus had to have a whole lot of money. Because if you are broke, if you're poor, you'll know quickly if someone is stealing from you. Alright? So th- Jesus interrupted, if you will, his opportunity to steal money. Now, what happened? His mind or his eye was 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 focused so much on the money. One, he, let's look at it, he was already stealing. But once again, Jesus uh, caused him or blocked his opportunity, if you will, from stealing more money. He was upset. Now, before I go on, we need to look at this closely. 
nowadays in time, we would never say, oh, no, you're giving too much money to Jesus. No, we wouldn't say anything like that. But sometimes you may hear people say, oh, no, that you spending, you're giving too much money to the church or you're giving or the church is spending too much money on this or that. Let me share something with you. Be careful, because when you say that, guess what? You're on the side of Judas. What do you mean? I'm not saying anything about Jesus, but wait, remember, Jesus is the head. The church is his body. So when you talk about the church, you're talking about Jesus. It's kind of like saying if you insult my arm or something's wrong with my arm and my hands, you're insulting me. It's the same thing. Jesus is the head. The church is his body. So we have to be very careful that we don't mix company with Judas. So some things that we don't understand, sometimes it's best to just kind of zip our lips regarding that. Okay. Now let's get back to the story. The word of God says, because that, that when this incident happened, I should say, he was so focused on the money he lost. The word of God says that Satan immediately entered his heart. When Satan entered his heart, Satan gave him an idea where he could recoup the money. He could recoup the money. Satan gives him this idea. Hey, man, you know, the chief priests, they're all looking for Jesus. Man, you just show them, uh, tell them, hey, you show them what Jesus is. You know they're not going to catch Jesus, blah, blah, blah. You good. You got the money, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now, let's look at this. We all have done some dumb things. We're talking about betrayal now. If we think about it, betrayal, have you ever said anything that was a secret? It could be just simply, you may have been just joking around, not, didn't mean anything about it. The answer is probably yes. All right. We're going to talk a little bit more about that a little later. Now, let's look at this. This was just not the best judgment call for Judas, but, but, but let's look at this for a moment. You remember Sarah and Abraham? Sarah, think about what she did. She was so focused on having a child or getting a child. The word of God says that the uh, the uh, cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches or and the lust of other things will choke the word out of you. When the when you're focused on those things of this world, guess what? The enemy can talk to your mind. When you long something more than Christ, he can talk. It is an open door pathway for the enemy to talk to your mind. Now, let's look at this. Sarah was so focused on getting a child for Abraham and probably frustrated that she, within herself, she felt that she could not give her husband a child because she thought about this. Listen, the enemy gave her this wonderful idea. Let Abraham be with your handmaiden. You'll have the child. Isn't it interesting how the enemy can fool us when our mind is on the wrong things? He will deceive us every time. Let me share something with you. When, when, when your mind is focused on that, the enemy will give you those suggestions. And you know what? No one can out-rationalize the enemy. That's why the word God says the weapons are warfare is not carnal, but mighty through God. 
through the pulling down of strongholds. Listen, listen. You cannot outwit and outsmart the enemy. Without God or the leading of the Holy Spirit, you cannot do it. He will deceive you every time. He convinced her that that was a good idea. Now, let's look at this for a moment. Judas didn't really think this through. Sarah never did think this through. Why? Because her eyes was on getting a child for her husband. His eyes were so focused on getting, recouping the money that he potentially, that he lost, that he felt that he lost, that he was stealing anyway. So the word of God says that he went and he found the chief priests, the scribes, and made a deal with them. Hey, I'll show you where Jesus is at. Let's settle on some money. And they said, sure, we'll give you 30 pieces of silver. Now, remember our definition for betrayal. It is a revelation of something hidden or secret. Or a secret. They, they did not know where Jesus was at. They, couldn't, they didn't know where he, where, he, where, he, uh, where he dwelt at in the night. They didn't know where he went. They only saw him during the daytime. So it had to take someone from the inside to let them know where he was at and when he would be there. Unfortunately for Judas, he, his mind was so focused on the money that he couldn't see clearly. Once again, you all know what we all, if we think about, we all have done that before. In fact, the word God says the, the love of money is the root of all evil. We'll get more about that later. Now, we must be single-minded on the word of God. Now, let's look a, bit, a little bit about betrayal. Let's look, look closely, I should say, at betrayal. Betrayal. Betrayal is like a beautifully, listen to what I'm saying, a beautifully wrapped box or some package that's beautifully wrapped but it has a dagger in it so when now think about it oftentimes now i'm not talking about one who's been waiting to get someone to set someone up i'm talking about about um when you once again betray someone's trust you may once again you may have been running your mouth too much or let some slip out. You didn't even think about what you were saying. You just, you, you, you just, just running your mouth. There was no malicious intent, but you just talked too much. There was no. Well, let's look at Sarah. Sarah had no idea of the consequences that that took, that would have taken that um, of that would have actually eventually happened. She didn't think it through. The same thing with Judas. He didn't think it through. He did not think it through. So once again, betrayal is like this beautifully wrapped box, if you will. But it has a dagger in it. When you give the box to someone, now let's look at this. That person may tell the person who you talked about, or they may tell someone else. But see, this is the thing. You don't know if that person may hate that person. When you gave it, you were thinking... It may have been a fleeting thought or you didn't think it was that big a deal. You may not have been, once again, no malicious intent. That's why this thing is so dangerous because when that present with the dagger in, and when it's given to the person, the victim, if you will, they don't see the pretty box. 
Only thing they receive is the dagger in the heart or in the back, if you will. Think about it. Think about the times that you may betray someone's trust. They may have given you some information that was secret and you just not thinking, blabbed it. You wasn't trying to hurt the person. That is what makes betrayal so deceptive. Because now, once again, I'm not talking about a person who's trying to set this person up or a person. Who, no, no, I'm talking about the person who just maybe just ran their mouth or they did something stupid. All right. Many times now, once again, there was no malicious intent. Their mind was focused on something else. And the enemy will oftentimes use those opportunities to kill a relationship, to hurt someone, to hurt someone. And it's very, very painful. Now, Let's look at the scriptures or get back to the story. I should say when Judas realized what he had done, it was too late. When did Judas realize this? When he when he heard that Jesus was condemned to death, then his eyes became open. He wasn't trying to get Jesus killed. He did, that was not his goal. It was not his goal. But that's those were the results. His eyes became open. And the word of God says, now remember, he did it for the money. But when he realized what he, he had done, the money, uh, he didn't care about the money. He tried to give the money back to the Pharisees. And what, what, what did they say to him? What is that to us? Take your money and go do whatever you need to do with it. The word of God says he left the money. He felt so bad. And the word of God said he hung himself. You all, we have to be really careful with this. Betrayal. A hidden secret. Not too long ago, we saw this on a national national level. Uh, you know, probably a good twenty years ago, we we know, or maybe twenty around twenty, maybe twenty four years ago, um, we know our our president did the same thing. Someone um, talked about their their unmentionable affairs, if you will, and told it to someone. Now. She didn't know. She was just giving them the gossip or the tea, if you if, if you will. And but look at the nation national scandal that happened behind this. Now, I want to be very clear. I am not trying to get sorrow or justification for what Judas did. No, he was used by the enemy. He was used by the enemy. I am trying to show you. Or, or, or talk about how the enemy does this. What makes betrayal so deceptive oftentimes, once it, you didn't have any malicious intent. Judas was, was deceived because his mind was on the money. His mind was on the money. When you do these things, guess what? Death is always the result. It could be death of a relationship, death of a friendship, it could be death of a marriage, it could be death of a job. It's uh, there. Oftentimes, there's some type of death involved, death of a career. So let's look at this. How can we stop the enemy from deceiving us in this area? 
We must, our mind must be single-minded on the word of God. Not the promises, but the word of God. Not our own desires, but the word of God. When our mind is single, when the enemy give us these thoughts, when they come to our mind, we can cast those thoughts down because we recognize it as being the enemy. But when our minds, once again, is not singled of the word of God, that's when we get off. So how do I stop from doing these things? Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and keep our mind stayed on Jesus. That is how we stop it. The word of God says, give no place to the devil. We all have betrayed. And guess what? We all have been betrayed. So right now is not the point of this lesson, not to cast a shadow or pass fingers at anyone or cast stones at anyone. We want to look at the nature, how the enemy enemy deceives. How does he deceive us? When our mind is focused on something else. Inappropriate conversations, jesting a little bit too much, too long. Oftentimes, the Holy Spirit is nugging us, hey, you need to be quiet or you need to leave, you need to go. That's when we end up just talking too much or doing something that we never meant. Because think about it, oftentimes, the person, if they don't have malicious uh, intent in their heart, they never meant to hurt the person. But that's the result. And at the end of the day, it's still betrayal. It doesn't matter what you intend because that person's heart is bleeding. They, there's a dagger in them from your mouth or whatever you did. That's serious, you all. You call someone pain. The Holy Spirit just want to show us how to stop this from happening. Keep our minds on the Lord. The enemy is a master at rationalizing anything. Now, you don't think the enemy, if the enemy rationalize a woman for a woman to to have her husband commit adultery if you will you don't think he can rationalize anything concerning you and 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 try to justify why you should do it you know it always sounds so good in the beginning it sounds so good you know one of the things that help us also when we have some good dependable christian friends so when we tell these ideas they say you know man that's dumb they tell you that's dumb and they'll get you to see you can wake up you know what that was a dumb idea that was a trick from the enemy betrayal you all it's very very painful but the holy spirit want to show us how it's done and give us tools uh to make sure that it does not happen once again let's keep our minds stayed on the lord and live the abundant life give god a hand clap of praise